Hello, everybody. It's 2018. Did you miss us? This is Indie Music Live, episode 104. We missed you the last week of December. David, David G Money, Werba, was a little sniffly. He, he was. Oh, not, really? You were the one that called it off, dude, because you were oh, sick. Man. Remember? I I had stuff going on, Joe. I had some important meetings with my neighbors and your mother. Regard, yeah. That's that's all I can tell no, you. No, really. we had we had talked about doing a like a final 2018 episode um, because I had originally when I planned all the shows I'd skipped the day because I just assumed that we were I was going to be out of town and I ended up not going out of town. We we we, we alluded to the to the issue that we were going to do a, a end show in 2018 and never made it. So anyway, I just wanted to say sorry about that and welcome to 2018. <laughs> so Nadira says hello, my guys. Uh, what she messaged me though, I think. Anyway, we also have Chris Swan here, better known to me as Loopy, but nobody else knows that. He's going by the name Chris Swan. Just came out with a new album called what? Uh, the Glossy Soul record was called Music to Succeed to. Wait, that's not the one I was talking about though. I'm talking about Chris, your other one. <laughs> Wait, Chris you came out with two albums. Yeah, that was What Is Your Soul Motivation. Came out in June. Yep. Cool. So, how's the uh, Soul Motivation records going, Loop? Good man, Chris, it's going. It's, it's going well. You can call me both, buddy. I don't mind. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about the new year, man. I got a lot of things in the works and a lot of cool stuff coming from uh, the label. Some new music, some new live events. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff uh, working, man. I'm excited to get the new year rolling. Sweet. So uh, let's go ahead and do that. We have a featured artist tonight. Andrea Desmond out of Los Angeles is hanging out with us. She's in the green room. We'll be talking to her in a little bit. Uh, why don't we get started listening to some tunes, though? We have um, actually we have a lot of good videos tonight. Um, some people you've heard from and before and some people you haven't heard from before. That's the thing about being in around for around two years is we're going to start seeing some repeat clients, repeat uh, artists and, uh, you know, seeing what they're doing then what they're doing now and what they're doing in the future. So speaking of, of which, this guy uh, was a featured artist, I don't know, like a year, year and a half ago. Uh, I think he was all of what, Dave? Like 11? I think he was 14 when, 14? when he first came on, man. The, the, I love this stuff, dude. It's the evolution of the young artist. Yeah, this so is, this, this kid is, cool. is quite amazing. Um, this is James Bakian with I've Changed. Share this video out. Let us know what you think in the comments. We'll be right back. UK that was the young man by the name of James Bakian, former featured artist and uh, 
I can't wait to see what this kid's going to be like when he's 20. I mean, you know, start where he's starting out. I know he has a lot of support. I know his family um, supports him a lot, and they do a lot with him. And I know that um, when we interviewed him, he was, like, at his house, and it was, like, this huge studio. So, I don't know. Somebody's, you know, supporting him and backing him and stuff. So, he's got a lot of nice equipment, and it shows. I think um, his voice is growing a lot, but it, I couldn't really hear his full voice underneath all those effects this time around. it's getting there man i mean it's like the path is narrowing and and it's exciting it was really exciting to watch us because i i remember it like it was yesterday i mean i gosh it's i guess it's i think it's been a year man yeah i think it's been a year since we had him on last so the path narrowing it's like uh, the three names that come to mind it's like is he going like the josh groban path is he going like bieberlicious pop <laughs> or is he going like sean mendez kind of alt rock pop because he, he it, it's unclear yet you know he he can still go in any of those directions i mean he he could become a crooner if that's where he wants to go like it, it's still unclear to me but um this was really cool to see like some maturation here and you know there's obviously a little slightly deeper tone his voice as he's you know growing up and everything but um yeah there's the the what I remember in my critique back then was uh, was the enunciation, you know, so he's improved greatly on that, but not quite there yet. Like, I, I still want to just, like, remind him and send him a clear message, James. When I'm he not is trying. English, you know, I mean, you got to remember. And I know, but, dude, I'm different. not – I, I want to I wanna give him a message right now. I'm not trying to be funny here, but seriously, do some recordings like just some test recordings where you go into the studio, go into the vocal booth. And when you're singing the songs over enunciate, like over, like, like move your face, like where it feels weird. It's going to feel weird when you're singing like that, but like over pronounce every word in an entire song and see what comes out, man. And uh, trust me, dude, it's like, it's going to be the best version that that's just what, I think he needs, he's still kind of like holding back and trying to like figure out like his, there's some confidence as part of that, you know, it's Chris like is pretty he, good at enunciating. Yeah. I mean, it, dude, it takes a while. Like it feels weird when you're in the vocal studio, like when you're younger, you kind of want to hold back, but it, it, it physically feels awkward to be expressive and show some emotion when you're singing at that age and you have to like break that ice and you can do it when no one's watching. Like you don't have to do it in front of people, like do it, do it on your own and just like over pronounce words, like, like well, be remember, emotional. Yeah. I remember when I was discovering my voice as a young lad in the middle of Indiana and I was driving around in my little S 10 mother. I always tell my students too, cause I mainly teach piano, but I'll teach some voice here and there um, to start them off or maybe substitute for somebody. But what I tell people is just what you just said, Dave is like, take it, you know, go stand in front of a wall or, you know, what I, when I was driving around, I had the windshield of the car, you know, and, and I could just do everything that I wanted to do and I could hear everything coming right back at me. So, Chris, what do you think, man? You, have you heard this kid before? I haven't, man. It's my first time. And how old is he? So, what, he's 15 I think now? he's probably, like, in his teens now. I think he's 15 yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, yeah because, like he, I mean, he looks super young, but – all kids look young to me now because I'm old. <laughs> but, uh, but the yeah, that too. But the the songwriting is really good. I'm not sure if he writes his. I'm guessing he writes his songs too. Or yeah, I mean they say he does. I mean we haven't seen him write anything. You know I haven't seen him. But you know yeah, I know he probably has some help. But you know yeah, because uh, yeah, because like a lot. You just I was wondering like how somebody that young has that kind of like life experience to write songs, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. All I can, I mean, but, but first of all, the songwriting is cool. Like I really love the hook, like the take my hand and we'll run away. That's like super dope, dude. I love that. I just love that kind of stuff with the major seven chords and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, but so I really like the hook and uh, the production's good. Like, I, and I haven't heard his per, you know, his progression. This is the first song I've ever heard, but all I can say is like, I was making songs when I was, you know, 14, 15, and they didn't sound anywhere near this good. <laughs> exactly. Chris, Chris, what, what path can you see him going, man? Of, well, of like... Yeah. I mean, I can just kind of tell by the, even the way he carries himself in his videos, 
that he's gonna be you know go down the pop R&B. I see him going down the this sucks. This is the only example, but the Bieber path, but maybe like a little hipper than that. Hopefully, like song writing wise. But you yeah, can I'm feeling tell. I'm feeling Sean Mendez, man. Like, like that Shawn kind Mendes. of yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good example too. I don't know yeah. as much about him, but um, but cool. yeah, I I just would totally encourage this kid to keep writing, keep recording. I definitely want to hear more songs. I love the hook. Um, I think his his voice needs to mature just a little bit, you know, and that'll happen. But like I said, like when I was 16, and I had that really high voice that cracked and went to a lower voice <laughs> thing, you know, and uh, and I was oh, nowhere near you. where he's at doing the kind of stuff he's doing. Oh. Charlie Puth. That that was the other reference. That was another path he can take. He, he's Charlie's a little uh little less alt rock, a little more pop. I mean he's he's up there, dude. Yeah. All right. Uth. But anyway, yeah. Let's go on. So um, I was gonna. Oh yeah, I know what I was gonna do. I want to say hello to a couple people. Some people have rolled in and rolled out. We got people coming in. Share this video out. Like I said, we're here every Tuesday night at ten o'clock. Um, Red Sty was here. Another past client and featured artist out of New York, Paul, Jason, John Edwards, Calamari, Phil Salamone, Salamone, be easy. Just walked in the house and said, yo, Calamari, Salamone. Eh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on. We have uh Campbell music with my life here on Indie music live. Again, share this out. Let us know what you think in the comments. And we're going to come back and get dirty with some music news. <laughs> The lights fade out And everyone is looking at me I can see it all now The big picture is laid out like a scene My vision's clearer than it's ever been I'm staring my face like it'll never end Living life as a better man But you gotta let me live my life Um, I think it's Campbell Music. I mean, it's it, on Facebook. It's Campbell Music with two C's at the end, just like it says in the tag there. But um, I, I don't know if he go by, goes by just Campbell or what, but that was his song, My Life, Visualized, just walking in the house. Him and Be Easy are talking about how they think it sounds a little bit like Drake. Be Easy says meets B.O.B. Um, we're going to talk about the B.O.B. here a little bit. Well, not really B.O.B., but something. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, I like this. This song has a really, really cool feel to it. Even my wife, when she comes, when she hears me doing submissions, she'll either, you know, pop her head and be like, is that a submission? And it either means that she either really likes it or it's about ready to say something real smart ass about how bad it is. So and she really liked this one. And so did I. So I like the, I like the, um, just the overall warm vibe about it. So what do you think, Dave? I, I was really dig- digging this one, man. It, it, it's kind of like the, the R and B and the, Hip hop kind of balance. Um, it was kind of like 70 30 in the favor of R&B, which is, man, that's like a real nice sweet spot for me. That That's just my personal opinion on this. I, I, I like the hip hop flavor in this stuff. Uh, 
it, it it's just a perfect balance for him, man. I was really digging this. You know, it's like it it uh you brought in a little rap. Uh the production was great. Vocals were great. It was a real smooth mix. Um it was catchy, hypnotic. I was uh, definitely vibing with this tune, so I yeah, it's really digging it, man. Chris, I was wondering what you thought about this one cuz this is right up what kind of, you know, the stuff that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. This is my this is my jam, as they say. Uh, Did they still say that? It's nobody, <laughs> yeah, nobody says that. Nobody, nobody does. I don't even. Uh, but uh, no, I, I I agree with like everything you guys just said. I I dig it. I like the mellow vibe of it, but it, the kind of warm ambiance of the the kind of pads and stuff going on in the background. I totally agree, man. It's got a nice vibe. Um, it's real chill. I love the hook. Uh, it's good. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting the, the rap part. I thought it was going to be more like a, well, it's all kind of hip hop, but, you know, more of a sing song. You kind of like, like Drake singing thing. Um, but then he, you know, brought the actual, like, you know, flow in, which I thought was pretty dope. And I liked his, his rhythmic playing stuff. So, yeah. And honestly, I was a little worried when I, I heard him bring the rap in. I'm like, oh shit, he's going to ruin it. And then it's actually <laughs> right. really good. No, yeah, it was subtle. Good. I mean, yeah. it was, I think it was a really good balance, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. All right. So uh, I have some resolutions that I'm going to let you know about. My resolution for 2018 is to live till at least 2050. Uh, but, but until then, we're going to get some music news, Rob. <laughs> All right, so it's to 2018, and I found this article on TheVerge.com talking about, uh, it's just like it says, tech recapped, uh, The Verge 2017 tech report cards, and it's talking about streaming music, and it just sort of hit me. It's like, in the first sentence, it says, uh, 2000, if 2016 was the year the streaming music became a necessity, 2017 is the year streaming music showed its clout. You remember, does anybody ever buy CDs anymore or or anything like that? Anybody? No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> he still does, but that's because he's Dave G Money Werba. No, man. I mean, it's. Uh, I think what what kind of jumped out to me in this article. I mean, we've talked so much about the streaming ecosystem, what's broken and what works. I mean, it, it, what works is obviously everyone like it keeps growing, yet the leaders in the industry are still in debt, like Spotify and SoundCloud. Like well, these, they just got ripped this $1.6 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Losses. Deeply in debt yet. Everyone keeps flocking towards it. So what I'm really curious to see, uh, I guess the evolution of is the peripheral devices like the Amazon echo and Apple's purchase of Shazam and what they do with it, because how people use like you go outside of the streaming subscription where you're at your desktop computer and click and play where it actually goes to, you know, external devices and how people work with them. I mean, that that's going to be the most interesting Dude, part I of this to me. Yeah. I seriously haven't bought a CD in over 10 years. I don't think I've been yeah, streaming right. since, I mean, Rhapsody was around. I mean, I'm sure it's still around, but I remember using Rhapsody yeah. on my old, old Pentium three or whatever. And it was just like, Crazy man, I don't know, Loopy. We, you and I were, were you know, in a band together a long time ago when we actually sold CDs out of the back of our van and yeah. <laughs> thousands of them. And it's like now I think we make more money on Spotify than than we ever did on selling CDs. I know, man. I'll be honest. For a guy who just uh, started a record label, it really bums me out that it's so hard to sell music. Uh, and I knew that going in, you know. But I do kind of long for the old days of. People heard your music and they bought your CD, you know, and now uh, I tell people, you know, hey, I got a new CD out, coming out and they're like, oh, cool. When's it come out on Spotify? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, you know, and I but to be honest, I do the same thing, dude. I only, you know, I buy CDs of artists I really, really like, but most stuff I want to check out, I pay for Spotify. So honestly, I'm- dude, and I know we're brothers, so it doesn't matter. But when you when you sent me your new album. You know, you sent me all the files. I I didn't really listen to it until it came out on Spotify. Right. I know, but it's too much work to open the folder, drop it into your iTunes. Nobody wants to do that. 
You know what I mean? So you only have two options. You sell it on iTunes, which I do that as well, but, or most people just want to wait till it comes out on, on streaming. And that's just the way it is. It is not yeah. going away. It's only going to get more um, that way. I mean, I even hear that iTunes is talking about dropping iTunes and just going to Apple Music yeah. in a few years. I don't know if you guys heard that too, but. Yeah, I figured that's what they're going to do. But like in five years or less or something, like iTunes uh-huh. is going to be a thing. Yep. So, so speaking of music dinosaurs, on to the next story. Bono, U2's Bono, uh, Bono Head, as I like to call him. He, um, he thinks music is a little girly lately. I don't know how we feel about that, but uh, so when a magazine asked whether Bono also believed, he believed rock and roll was headed toward a revolution, he said, I think music, music has gotten very girly, and there are some things about that, but hip-hop is the only place for young male anger at the moment, and that's not good. So that kind of pisses people off. I don't know. Any U2 fans around? Uh, uh, nope. Okay, next on, article. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I saw him on Saturday Night Live whenever they were on a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it was Saturday Night Live, right? And uh, he still maintains his douchiness. It's amazing. No matter how old he gets, he still looks like a douchebag. And to be honest, I just, he might be the nicest guy in the world. But he does do a lot of good. He does, he does do a, a lot, lot of good things, man. He does. But I just watched him singing, and I just I don't really care what he has to say, to be honest. Yeah, they they do think that they're they do think that they're poo don't stink, Dave. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, once you make two hundred million dollars in the bank, yeah, your your crap don't stink anymore, and you start kind of veering outside of like you know normal consciousness and making weird eccentric comments i mean it, it's kind of like the nature of the beast yeah exactly uh, right so um next the next and last story the time.com came out with their music trends for 2018 and honestly i'm very sad and disappointed about it because they're they're gonna bring back they say that uh the boy band's coming back latin music's taking over again i guess i mean it took over like 10 years ago, didn't it? And then, uh, I don't know, Ladies First on R&B, which I like ladies in R&B and stuff, but I thought we did that too. I don't know. What do you think, guys? Man, I'll tell you this, dude. I I think it was the Grammys. Uh, did you see that? Did you guys see that K-pop, uh, Korean pop oh, yeah. boy band? Oh, yeah, they're hot. With, I mean, with like, they're like, they're hot, dude, but... their dancing was pretty sharp, man. I mean, that, that was kind of cool, like the... The evolution, like the dance, was like equal to the music. Uh, they're very popular. Yeah, man. They're obviously, Korean, I mean, I think, aren't they? I I know they're Korean. I yeah. yeah. I, I would assume. <laughs> I would assume yeah. it's not North Korean. <laughs> North Korean pop band, but uh, <laughs> but no, yeah. I don't know, dude. In terms of like these trend articles, like from Time, like a publication like Time Magazine, dude. I, I don't. I don't take this too much to our, I, I don't think we no, even I, know we don't know the trend yet like something something they didn't mention in their article what's going to become a trend yet like the, I, I just don't think it's been defined yet like it's going to be something just out of nowhere you know like it happens hopefully. every year hopefully you know all right so speaking of where we have a featured artist tonight, first one of 2018, and uh, Andrea Desmond's been hanging out in the virtual green room with us for a while. So I'm waiting go ahead patiently. And bring her in and Rob's going to scramble around and get the shots. But uh, Andrea and I've been talking uh, over the emails for a little while. The, the people do that now; they talk over email somehow, and uh, you know, send her like two two sentences, and then a couple days later, you get two sentences back. It's almost like telegrams or something. Um, but how you doing tonight, Andrea? I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you? Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, This part of the show is just where we introduce you. Um, I let you kind of just give a little spiel about yourself and talk about your song, Inner Fire, just to introduce us us to it. And then we're going to go ahead and and watch the video, the lyric video. Then we're going to come back and get deeper with Dave. Oh, yeah. um, Why don't you just give us, (laughs) like, you walk down the street and somebody, you know, says, oh, you do music? What is your music like? Tell us a little bit about that and then intro your song, Inner Fire. We'll watch the video and we'll come back. Yeah, um, I'd say my music is actually just going in a completely new direction than it was before. Right now, it's more top 40 uh, pop, but it's got a little bit of my own original style that I can't really uh, 
I can't really put in a certain genre, but uh, yeah, with a little bit of EDM. Cool. And cool. before I was more indie pop. So Inner Fire represents this new sound that I've had. I just through writing um, in Los Angeles and going to lots of writing sessions, I've met up with this producer that totally vibed with me and we're like, yeah, this is, this is the new sound. And um, so Inner Fire kind of represents a phase for me. It's inspired by Sia and Ellie Golding, and nice. uh, it represents finding that inner strength and going for your dreams and kind of just when we all are kind of feeling a little bit like things are are not working out or not going the way we want them to, to keep pushing through and keep going. Right on. Well, I'm glad you're here. I always check out the featured artist um, before I ask, you know, ask you to be a part of it. And you're definitely worth being here. So, Rob, let's go ahead and listen to Inner Fire. Everybody let us know what you think in the comments. Share this video out. We'll be back with Deeper with Dave. Oh, yeah. Even though it seems like you're on the rerun, things could change. Do you need to go through your seasons to wash away? And a shake, and a shake, and a shake until everything, everything, everything comes down. To rebuild and rebuild and rebuild again and turn. Around there In the fire The fire Burns to break through Yeah That in the fire The fire Yearns to dude really we're yes. live <laughs> oh yeah it, oh man it's, it's the shit. 104 episode we we have 103 mistakes with deeper with it <laughs> only one show we did it perfectly um andrea how you doing tonight i'm doing well thank you i'm excited it's a pleasure about well yeah it's a pleasure to be sitting here with you i'm honored I'm honored to be here with you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you, a classic young beauty, reminiscent of a young Meryl Streep or Faye Dunaway. That's my read. So, very nice. Oh, thank you. Um, Appreciate that. I'm happy to be here with you as well. Well, yeah, thank you very much. I feel great tonight. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let, let's start. I, I mean, I was reading your bio earlier, and... Uh, I'm curious about one thing. So you have kind of a famous cousin who's a composer, uh, Alan Menken, uh, <laughs> composed uh, Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin soundtrack. Is that correct? Yes. All right. So you like talk about your relationship with him. How much has he kind of like interacted with you and maybe given you some pointers and helped develop all that stuff? He um, actually had 
given me, I was so grateful that he had given me songwriting classes and he personally had mentored me in songwriting. So uh, that happened when I was in college. I think I was about 20, 21. And I was majoring in music uh, with an emphasis in composition. And I just reached out to him saying, you know, I would love to, I would love to learn more from you. And he basically decided on his own that he wanted to take the time to uh, give me this little, what he calls a master class. So for a whole summer, he gave me songwriting assignments and it was along the lines of commercial writing and it was tough. He was one of my toughest critics. He was very hard on me, but he was one of the most amazing teachers I've had. He knows what he's doing. Um, and he really taught me about writing melodies and the shape of a melody and how you want it to, to build throughout a song and conclude in the chorus and also helped me with the chords underneath and lyrical content as well. So it was, it was just such a blast to be able to do that with him for summer. And then by the end of that time, he said, you just got to keep writing every day. You've got to keep going, write a song a day. And he said, you have a, you, you have more to do, more to go. But the good news is, well, he told me to find my voice. That was it. He said, I want <laughs> you to find your voice. And he said, the good news is that I know you have it. So that kind of just launched me into pursuing my own music as an original artist. And I was in so many bands. Um, and throughout the years, I've been... I'll just write to him and like send him a song or something because uh, he's over in New York. I'm in LA. So I'll just send him some of my music. And um... all right. So what something interesting there is like in that, in that training, so to speak, it's like he like commercial music writing, like what, how did that translate <laughs> to how you wrote before that? Like, uh, uh, can you kind of explain that like commercial writing in terms of, writing that is appealing to mainstream and trying to like yeah. change your style to be more appealing to more people. Is that kind of it or? Yeah. Um, actually, and I did actually, it, did it feel natural? Like what? Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. That's a good question. Um, I actually understand the commercial writing aspect even more right now. I'm actually an assistant to a composer right now who is, doing more commercial songwriting for a TV show. So to answer your question, he was, he was showing me commercial writing more like what he does, which is he'll have assignments for a movie like Disney movies. And then he'll have to write in a completely new style. Like um, beauty and the beast was French. And so a lot of it is cultural. Um, Hunchback of Notre Dame had, the, the church aspect to it and that the historic singing. So he really wanted me to take it more as if I were going to be a professional songwriter. Um, so he would give me ass assignments like, Oh, can you write this Italian song? And I would write it the first time. And I would put a little bit more of my, I've only known myself as an artist, so I would put more of like a personal take on it. And he he would tell me to write it again and, and kind of take myself out of, out of my head and think of it as that character, as that person. So it was, yeah, it was more commercial. All right, but... I'm, I'm going to go one notch deeper here, just, just for the artists that watch the show and listen who are, you know, just whatever, like they have... I guess no boundaries when they write, like they, they don't think about any type of goal or any, like who the listener is. Yeah. Um, and there it's kind of been an ongoing debate in our critiques is like, do you write for art or do you write for mainstream to kind of like help you go to the next level? Because if you do write, try and write in a, in a style that will be received by the most amount of people. Um, it's actually a stepping stone in your career, but the debate is like, is it kind of selling out 
and removing art? And, and, and that's the like open question. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I totally know what you mean. Um, that when I had that master session, that was a class. And then after that was when I really became Andrea Desmond, an artist and formed my own bands. And the way that I wrote for that was really actually different. But having that, having that training was always in my mind as I wrote melodies. But I was very, when I moved up to Seattle and had my indie pop band, um, it was so free flowing. I mean, I didn't even, the words would just come out and I really wasn't thinking about if anyone would even understand them, but they were just coming from my heart. And I was so grateful to find that somehow the words I was saying that it was received by other people. So it really was art. And, and so I truly understand that as an artist. And I think no matter what I'm doing that my voice as an artist is really important. Um, and so, well, it's interesting cause I'm now doing a little bit more pop and top 40. I love that sound. I mean, music today is just such a fusion of everything. So mm. pop top 40 is, it's a lot of fun for me to write. Um, and I, I do think a little bit more now about how can someone really understand this and writing, writing with a little more intention. Um, but I would, I would not sacrifice my artistic integrity. So I, I try to find a balance, but I definitely know what you mean. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that training was great just because, it, you know, when you get enough from a master, it, it eventually becomes part of your subconscious where it's yeah. just, you know, when you're writing it, it just kind of bleeds into your style. But anyway, um, yeah, so like yeah. Inner Fire, man, I, I, I really think listening to this stuff, like you're on the precipice of greatness, you know, with this sound and uh, the production, the engineering, it was was stellar i mean it, it was just like a beautiful big like you know production here so it's like I, i'm curious of your how much you take part in the engineering and the production of this music and if you want to give some shout outs to the people you work with on this album and the song yeah i definitely want to give a shout out to the producer his name is steven rivera he goes as sr and uh, he is the producer that makes that incredible sound. And as soon as I just like had heard his stuff through a friend of mine, a really good friend, um, we were, I was just helping her write. I just thought, wow, I love this music that you create. Um, he showed me a video and it was just, it had all these ambient electronic sounds and I just thought this is something that I listen to. I love that indie electronic type of feel and it was just so tasteful and well done. So uh, then I ended up writing this song um, with another woman that I was collaborating with um, and she happens to be a songwriter for Warner. And so we kind of came up with this song. She helped me with the bridge and I wrote the rest of the part, the rest of the song, the verse and the chorus. And we did like this piano demo. And then I gave the piano demo to SR and he was like, that's dope. And then just like, he just made it come to life. So it all was right, just so you're really like, you're, you're kind of leading, you're, you're leading in terms of like the lyrics and the actual like chord progressions. And, and uh, yeah. right. And then you, you kind of like, are you in the studio when they're mixing or do you kind of like hand it off? Uh, it depends on which one. We've actually been working on quite a few tracks. Like just a couple days ago, I was in there with him and he was doing it with me and we were like writing together. Uh, this particular one, I wrote it all on piano first. So it sounded really raw. It was just piano and vocals. Um, and this one, he did the production on his own. So... All right, cool. Well, let's, cool yeah, we're going to move on here. So like where, where can people find you on social and online? Where can they get your music? You can find me on 
my website, andreadesmond.com, as well as Facebook, facebook.com slash andreadesmond.music, Twitter, backslash andreadesmond, uh, Instagram, backslash andreadesmond.music, and all the others, YouTube and whatnot, SoundCloud. Awesome. <laughs> all there. <laughs> awesome. Well, Andrea, thanks so much coming by i mean it's it's an honor to have you here it's uh, amazing music and uh hearing your story and your background uh we we got to have you back uh oh, with the next yes. album and it, it's yeah it was a pleasure chatting with you thank you it's been a pleasure i'd love to come back <laughs> awesome all right so we're gonna move on to the next tune i believe is six two seven by reckless soul I think I messed up the uh, <laughs> the name of the song and the name. Of it. It's it's actually "Reckless Soul" by Six Two Seven. No, yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Six Two Seven by Reckless. Soul. No, I had, to, I had to actually take a double take at that because when I was looking at the YouTube video, I had to double check because they put in Six Two Seven as the as the band name, but the way it says on the YouTube video, it just says "Reckless Soul." So. That's I've actually bit. seen that UPS guy before. I'm I'm, I'm not shitting you, man. <laughs> I've se- I've seen this guy. I was I was like in an elevator with him, and he had the boxes, and he like dropped it, and then he picked it up, and he was walking out, and he dropped it again, and he like kicked it towards the door, and he's just like, yeah, those those guys are out there, man. That's not a joke. That that's video. a little that's a little different than the FedEx guy I saw that was pooping in somebody's driveway over the Christmas season. Did you see that? <laughs> really. Like he pulled his drawers down. No, some lady. Yeah, she went behind the went behind the door and like had to like. I, don't know, I think she crapped on the on the on the people's lawns or something. I don't know. Chris. Yeah. How you doing, man? Good to have you back. Yeah, nice to be back, man. Uh, I uh, I thought it was going to be an Ace Ventura spoof when it started. Yeah, it was a, there was some Jim Carrey in there for sure, man. For it was sure. Pretty good video. The it way was a good video. Said. I like the I like the idea. Oh. Jane's addiction is in there. I meant mm-hmm. forgot to mention that. There's even in the sound. I think the, uh, you know, took a few minutes for me to figure out the whole concept of these guys are in the boxes and they're being jumped around and they're actually playing in the boxes and that's pretty cool. You know, the the music is sort of '90s to me, like as far as the Jane's addiction and stuff like that. That's cool. You know, um, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more as the song went on because it made more sense. You know, the melody and the chorus was a little weird for me at first, 
Um, but it's just the keys, the chords they're using and stuff, you know, it's just not traditional. Yeah, I, I definitely longed for some bigger guitars here, at least like a few more tracks of guitars, even if it was just kind of doubling what they were doing. Uh, is just just a little thin. I mean, I don't know. Like, like Jane's Addiction, you, you think of him as a reference. If you go listen to a Jane's Addiction album, it's it's a little wider mm-hmm. in the spectrum, um, and it's uh, even with the same part. So it was just a little too kind of central in the mix for me. But was there anything else, uh, Chris Swan, you wanted to say? No, no I, I kind of agree with all that. I mean, it was cool. I uh, I like the video. The video is cool. Um, I think it's cool that a lot of indie art, artists are uh, kind of stepping their game up and making videos. You guys get a lot of submissions that actually have, like, decent videos now, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool, I guess, thanks to, to iPhones and other technologies that are affordable. So, um, so uh, it's cool seeing that, and it definitely makes me want to do more of that too. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, welcome everybody that's watching with us, still hanging out with us. 2018, JE's Calamari, Ray J. Gray, Mike Catoni, uh, P. The Politician, Manager Steve Cole, Chan Marie Sevens from You People. Dave, is the You People featured artist thing right up ready or? Three minutes. It'll be up. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, let's go ahead and watch another cool video. Hopefully, Be Easy still hanging out with us. By the way, has anybody mentioned Rob Hicks tonight from Hicks Video? That's Hicks running on the video. video for us and making us look really hot. All right. <laughs> oh, I just did. So <laughs> anybody that needs live video production, live streaming production, this guy runs uh, the big time right now, Diamond and Silk, who really, whether you agree with their politics or not, they're pretty big right now. And he runs their show every, what is it? Is it still Monday nights, Rob? Rob well, sits Monday on the night cutting night. edge of live stream production, and he actually has a splinter in his rear end because of it nice so j20 the presidential king forever no debt is the song hopefully be easy still here listening and uh we can check out a review of this guy on our website as well this is his video forever no debt on indie music live yes i like to sleep so suckers man i like to eat Winner with my tween Got a dream for my team Him I stopping what you mean Bitch I'm going for my team Know that, know that I started day one nigga know that Know that, know that But if I'm rolling with know that I'll win the win between Got a dream for my team Him I stopping what you mean Bitch I'm going for my team Know that, know that I started day one nigga know that Know that, know that But if I'm rolling with know that I started there when they could know that yeah. I was pimping and doing these shows, Jack yeah. Made a million, ain't nobody know that nah. That's when I'm whipping, I don't need a low jack yeah. From my west over east, where it's gold at Play my skill and my heart black as gold at nah. If I shoot, I don't expect you to blow back nah. Yeah, it's over in case you nah. ain't know that Lit nah. up easy and low, let me know that Jump my nigga in the sofa, I swore that If I started, I finished, just know that, know that. The presidential king can know that In case you niggas ain't know that I'm in the world with King Cartons Who the baby got a full record and buy for man Who am I to stop? I rap for my niggas, I die for my niggas Like Jesus, my nigga, I'm jibbing, I jibber Easy an issue, a poet come get you Those in the fish when I show this official No worries, got missiles, close eyes, we won't miss you Hackers and soldiers, the DPS issues I'm smart with my money, I count you, I nigga Count me a nigga, I count it, I nigga Because I'll win the win between Got a dream for my team Him, I stop it, what you mean? Bitch, I'm going for my team Know that, know that, know that I started day one, nigga, know that Know that, 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 Indie Music Live, episode 104, 2018. I am JoJo Keys. I don't know where Dave went, but I think he's, I think he's pooping or something. I don't know. So I call him Dave Loaf, man. Oh. <laughs> he's on his way back. I see his screen light up. Okay, so Chris is the guy that did a review on Jay Presidential. Am I on? <laughs> Okay. Jay Presidential uh, back in the day, like probably a year ago or so. There's Dave. Dave, did you wipe? Did you wash your hands, dude? I didn't wipe. I had no time, man. It's horrible. 
So, Chris, what do you think about Jake? You, I like Jake 20. They're from Chicago. He's part of the NODAT team. We've come to know him, and uh, he's a – I've never met him or anything like that, but um, it's really – we've always liked the stuff. We were just talking in the background here and how much, you know, you just enjoyed it. Have you think, do you think he's changed or, or grown or, I mean um, – I mean, I think he's continuing to put out good quality. Again, with the videos – um, I think they're they're doing really good work at NoDad. I know they've been stepping their game up on that this last, you know, six to eight months or whatever. They've been really stepping their game up on videos. Um, the videos look great, man. They're putting out a lot of really good uh, what they call visuals. Um, <laughs> but I am, uh, you know, yeah, I'm definitely a big fan of all things NoDat. You know, um, for sure, what started with Be Easy. Um, which I, I still think is, you know, one of the greatest rappers on the planet, dude. Whoa. And, uh, Whoa. I do, man. I'm a big fan of Easy Man. And, uh, but then, you know, having been introduced by him to all these other great cats too, man, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in Chicago, man. And mm-hmm. it's good to see that uh, Chicago hip hop is alive and well, you know. When are they going to break out, man? What's it going to take? I know, That's man. That's the question. They're doing What's it going to take? That's a great question. That is a good question because they're doing a lot of good stuff. They have great artists. They have great videos. They put out good music. They have an, uh, endorsements. They have endorsements with a clothing, a clothing brand. That's really cool. Um, and yeah, it seems like they have a lot of great things happening, but like, I don't know what it, what it is. That one thing that's just going to push them to, to stardom hasn't seemed to happen or the big break. Yeah. Or- I think they're doing the important stuff to kind of stay in the game, so to speak. You know, it's like to it's almost like status quo, uh, kind of keeping pace with where everything's going. But like, yeah, that that's the question I've I've had all along. It's like, what what can they do to kind of like not just Mm -hmm. keep up, but just like boom, explode out of it? It, It's got to be something different. It's got to be something like no one else is doing. Focus. Yeah. Yeah. I think focus has a lot to do with it. So, yeah, I think there's probably some truth to that too. It's easy to get real excited and do some stuff. And then, I mean, we're musicians. We all struggle with like depression and weird stuff. And it's easy to get in a funk and then not do anything for two or three months. And then you lose all your momentum (laughs) or years. I did. Yeah. I mean, me and Joe both (laughs) know that story. I mean, I went 14 years, man, without doing anything. So, it's easy to get into that funk, and I think to to make anything happen, you have to be super consistent and and disciplined, and you have to be putting stuff out regularly. Yeah, but that's the thing, dude. I mean, that that's a common story, really. It's like when you get out of a funk, you know, do you kind of bust your ass to reach the status quo, or it's like, is that the opportunity to like, man, you know, fuck this, dude. Let's just go. Let's go to the top, man. Let let's go overboard with this. Let's just go way outside of the box and let's like make a huge splash. Like you, you just, you have to do that. And it's like, it's not a matter of talent. I mean, these guys, like the whole crew has the talent. So it's like that. I don't know. I'm sure they'd be happy to hear what that one thing is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what we're all trying to figure out. Right. I mean, what is that one thing? Like, I think they're doing everything right. I think you have to do some of the status quo stuff. You have to put out the videos, put out the songs. You have to have that baseline so people hear you. But then, yeah, then what do you do to take it to the next level? And that's what everybody's trying to figure out. Well, I'll give you two minutes to figure it out while we listen to the last song of the night. We're running a little (laughs) long on time, but I wanted to welcome Josh Brown, Chris Summers, Jail Gardner, Adam Hilgard, Calmari still hanging out with us, Visualize. Let us know you're here, guys. Uh, Don't don't be afraid to let us know that we're full of shit in the comments and just, uh, you know, say, full of shit, shit alarm, or whatever you want to say. Um, But we're going to go listen to the last tune of the night. Demille, 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 how do you say that, Dave? Demille. Demo, demo, Demille, 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 no, Demille with the song Oblivion on Indie Music Live. We'll be right back.
else can you go online and get great music, great conversation, and just me? I mean, right here, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. We got David Pinchaloaf Werba. I changed, oh, yeah. Change your name back to the original because you, you had to go to the bathroom or something during the show. Where were you anyway? I was pinching a loaf, just like <laughs> you said. Yeah. yeah, sitting here with Chris Swan. That was Demille with Oblivion. I'm not sure where this guy's from. Uh, but I, I like his music. I like the feel of this song. Um, what do you think, Chris? Yeah, man, solid song. You know, it's not it's not the kind of song that gets me super excited one way or the other, you know, but it's solid. The production's good. Um, solid kind of like money boss tones. I said it first. <laughs> my my boss tones. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Oh, <sorry. laughs> uh, let's bring it back. No, but I uh, uh, his picture total Bieber man like whether his music is really going there or not I seriously thought it was a picture of Justin Bieber and I oh, sure. an old one though like really? uh, Bieber though right now so yeah like he, the he, second one you realize he's, he's like he's just like seething and scathing oh I know I'm not saying his music sounds anything like that I'm just making a comment on his picture right. but no I like it dude it's it's solid you know it's a good <laughs> Uh, can I say solid again? Is that the word this time? Dude, uh, all right. Cut but, the humor on this. This was good shit, man. Seriously. Yeah, it's it, like it this is. this was reminiscent. There there's a little like uh Pink Floyd roots in this. Maybe mm-hmm. a little Durand around. I mean, there was like some uh seventies, eighties like Durand rock Durand. influence going on here. Uh really unique voice. I, I really dug his voice. I think his the vocals were to me too quiet in the mix. I mean, there were like a really unique voice like that. I, I think should be like uh, up front a little more. Um, but the style, man, that dude, I was really digging this, dude. I, I, I was really kind of enthralled uh, with the production on this one, man. And good stuff, man. Yeah, good quality music, which uh, is good to hear for 2018. So again, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we've been running a little long on the show. We try to keep it around an hour. We're here every Tuesday night, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Please let your friends and artist friends and you know um, all your friends that are solid who like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Dude, no. <laughs> Just going through old bad jokes. Anyway, no, seriously. Let all your friends and artist friends and confidants and acquaintances and relatives know that we are here every Tuesday night and that you're hanging out here. Um, replay viewers, thanks for hanging out for so long. Again, you can still comment. Let us know if you're here and uh, be part of uh, our conversation. Um, Chris, what do you have going on this week or year or whatever? Why don't you fill us in and then we're going to say bye-bye. Yeah, man. Um, I'm work- I've been working a lot on uh, I'm putting out some music bed compilations. So anybody who's uh, in need of music bed music for video production, stuff like that. Um, I'm putting out these 10 song music bed packs. I heard they're solid. They are solid. Uh, my first one's out. It's on the website. It's soulmotivationrecords.com. Just hit the licensing tab. You can check it out. It's called Mellow Bounce Volume 1. And I got lots more coming as well as some other mu- music as well. So uh, it's going to be a good year. Soul Motivation awesome. Records. Awesome. Always happy to have you here, man. And you're going to be here a few more times. Uh, have you scheduled the next, you know, like, I don't know, once every two months or something like that or the next couple of months. So you'll yeah. be seeing Chris Swan some more around these ways here on the interwebs. Once again, I want to thank uh, the seal in the green room, Rob Hicks, as he's <laughs> – Uh, as always thanks Rob for making us look good and making us look professional and smooth very very top notch act over there even as he's going like this I don't know what that was (laughs) (laughs) peanuts wait (laughs) hey Joe have you ever seen a better t-shirt than Chris Swan is wearing right now I mean that's his best shirt this is my best shirt look at that shirt Looks like he's going to church. There's actually buttons on it, man. I know. That is amazing. I have uh, shorts on, and the shirt's only buttoned up about halfway, but (laughs) I did it just for you guys to look professional. It's better than the one with the big, all the stains on it the first show you were here. I was trying to to up my game for the new year, man. All right. Well, thanks again, everybody, for watching. Uh, We'll be back next week around the same time. And uh, always feel free to be in touch. You can check us out, IndieMusicPlus.com, for any services or just check out Indie Music. So see you next week. Have a great one.
Hey. 